Hi guys, welcome back to Conscious Butterflies, episode 18 of Conscious Butterflies. I'm so happy you're here. I'm in a just fun mood and it feels good to be in a fun mood, right? It feels good to feel just like I'm in creation of the life that I'm building because so often we can get into this passenger seat of our own life and we let other people drive our expectations and we let other people's feelings and their emotions and their circumstances really just drive the ship of where we're going. But when you're having fun, you're taking more control of the passenger seat. You're taking control of your own life. When you're having fun, you're excited, you're driven, you're just so absolutely happy with what you are creating and we should be right that's when we're at our best is when we're creating when we're putting forth our own unique effort to what we want to give back to this world and in my opinion I think a lot of us forget to do that I think we forget that we are here to create we are here to do our divine purpose our thoughts our desires our intuition is so real and when we're having fun we know that we are in line with that intuition and you know other people's feelings can often just bog us down they can take away from who we are we let you know maybe it's your job maybe it's the people in your life maybe it's a relationship you're in it's controlling you and and you maybe you maybe you can feel it's controlling you maybe you cannot but it has a hold on you and it's holding you back from the littlest desires you have like maybe it's just as much as to hey i want to i want to just get away i don't want to be around you i want to just go off and do this maybe you are feeling like You know, I have said yes too many times. I just need to say no, but you don't say no, right? Because again, you find yourself in the passenger seat, making sure everybody's driven to where they need to be driven. But we need to collectively as people, and this is all my opinion, take it with a grain of salt, but we need to sit in the passenger's I meant in the driver's seat, my bad. We need to sit in the driver's seat more often and we need to drive. And driving means happiness. It means abundance. It means you feel good. It means you feel like you are co-creating with this world around us, right? And so today's podcast, I want to talk about something that makes us feel in the passenger seat. And that is the things we don't talk about the things we don't talk about, why we don't talk about them. You know, negative effects we get from not talking about the things we need to talk about, examples of it. And then I just really lastly want to give you some advice on how we can escape that, how we can become more in control of what we want, more in control of this life that we want to co-create, more in control of pushing out our desires, more control of getting what the fuck you want out of life, right? So the things we don't want to talk about, (laughs) I'm ridiculous, but like we don't talk about so much. We don't talk about all the things that are so crucial to us 
And I know this is a topic that is relatable to everybody because in some way, form, or another, like you hold yourself back to your friends, to your coworkers, to yourself, to the people around you, like you are holding yourself back and there's no reason why you should because when we hold ourselves back, we are eliminating possible opportunities, we're eliminating self-love, we're disrespecting ourselves, we are nothing, bottom line, nothing is coming good out of us not talking about the things that we want to talk about. So why don't we talk about them, right? Um, so my first, my first thing why we don't talk about things is because we invalidate our feelings to talk about them. We so often think that we don't have a right to feel sad or we don't have a right to feel upset or insecure. And, you know, it can go back as so much like you blame yourself. Like, I think as people we live like we have to live a fair game and we don't have to live a fair game. We learn lessons and then we play our game. We learn lessons and then we do what's right. And a lot of times we will invalidate our feelings of insecurity, of jealousy, of um, just feeling not good enough. We, we invalidate our feelings to this level that it, it bogs us down so much because we are trying to take care of others. We are trying to compensate for other people's feelings. We're trying to compensate for other people's circumstances and we won't talk about them because we know it's going to hurt somebody else, right? If I if I leave this relationship, it's going to hurt him. If I make this decision, you know, the impact it's going to have on everybody else. But, you know, in that, it's like when in our mind, our mind's going a million miles an hour at a time, but in our mind, when we have an idea, when we want something, you want something, okay? You want something. You want, um, hmm, you want to, I don't know. I don't know what you want. I can't think of an example right now. But you want to, you know, start this new job. You want to start working out more for yourself. You want to start you know, a new career path. You know, we think that we are so alone in that and we think that if we express our feelings about that, we're going to hurt somebody. We're going to like, you know, we're going to make them think differently about us. And I think that's a huge one. Like we think that people will think differently of us. But the truth about it is, is that one, who the fuck cares what these people think about? Because that's not my problem, you know? Like at the end of the day, if I do what's making me feel good, why do you give a fuck about what those people are thinking about that? Because at the end of the day, you feel good. You fulfilled your purpose. You were honest with yourself and you were honest with them. And that's the most important thing is that if you're honest with yourself and you're honest with other people, then you're aligned. You're on that path of least resistance because you're not fighting for it. You don't feel like you need to justify why you want something or why you're shifting towards something else or like 
you know, like, this is my life, this is my life. And I think we get so caught up in that and the fact that, like, I just think as people, we define our life and this is our life path. And to jump out of that life path is there's so much detrimental damage or something. But, like, we all have the power to recreate and restart every single day that we are blessed enough to wake up and see this beautiful world around us. Like, we are so truly blessed to do that. And we lose sight of that. We lose sight that we have this opportunity to change our day-to-day life. But if we don't talk about our, our, you know, I wake up every day and I just am overwhelmed because I don't want to do this job and I'm not happy doing this. And, you know, I do this for other people and I keep getting more responsibilities thrown on me. And, you know, like I'm doing my best, but I don't feel good enough or, you know, all of that. Like we just feel like we owe it to somebody else to, 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 to just keep going. And we don't. We don't have to keep going. The only path you have to keep going down is the path that makes you feel good. Because when you're feeling good, you're having fun, you're aligned, you're realizing that, hey, if I just keep doing this, if I just keep feeling good, I'm 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 making my real genuine impact that I have into this world. Because if I'm having fun, I'm happy, I'm at my best self, I'm I'm giving, I'm loving, I'm I'm just thriving into that sense, you know? And I think a lot of times we go to, we just say, like, no one understands. No one can possibly understand what I'm going through because they haven't been through my shoes. But, I mean, it's true. Nobody's been through your shoes. I haven't been in your shoes. You haven't been in mine. You don't know my problems. I don't know your problems. But I know your emotions, I know the way you feel, I know the guilt, I know the hate, I know the way that you can't unforgive somebody, I know the overwhelming you feel, I know the, you know, the absolute just, this isn't me feeling, and you you feel so detached from yourself sometimes, you feel like, you know, what is even going on, like I am going through the motions, I'm checking off the checklist, I'm getting through the next day. Like nobody, nobody understands that though. Nobody understands what I have to go through. But you know what? Like honest fucking truth right now, you're not talking about it. You're not being bold enough. You're not respecting yourself enough to talk about the things you need to talk about to get you out of it. And I'll translate that to just the fact that okay, you you have something, you're built up, you're angry about it, maybe you don't like the position that you're in, you know, financially, you don't like the position you're in with your job, you don't like the position that you're in, in a friendship, in a relationship. But have you for a second, one, thought about, you know, what is the good, what is the bad, what am I learning from this? But have you for a second communicated that not even to, okay, say it's like a, say it's like a relationship that you're in. You're like, I'm not, I'm not good with this. Something feels off. Have you voiced opinions about that relationship? Have you said like, hey, you know, I don't like this. Could we communicate about this more? And obviously it's a cheesy way to bring it up, but it's like, have you even tried to communicate about it? Have you even tried to voice your opinion about something in that relationship that throws you off 
the answer usually is no. Like, again, this is what this whole episode is about. It's like, why are we not talking about the things that can bring us change? Why are, is it because we're scared of change? Like, am I so scared of change to make my life better for the way that I want? And the, the answer is yes, because... Most of the time, we are just so complacent and so okay with abiding to or appeasing other people's, again, their feelings and their emotions to make sure that they're okay and make sure that it's happening the right way for them. And we, it's, it's as if we, we have this picture of what we want and then we grab our little character and we throw it to the side. And I think a roller coaster tycoon, and I'd build this whole roller coaster tycoon. And you get a person and you pick it up and you put them like out in the woods and they have no idea where the park is. And it's like we just throw ourselves so far away from where we can build change. And we know, we know exactly where we can build change. We know exactly where we need change. We know exactly how we can do it. It is just that we are too scared to talk about the ways that we can create the change. And it's so sad to me because. You know, I'm obviously talking about this because I feel the same way in my own life. I'm talking about this because, you know, I'm scared to talk about the things that are most important to me. And ultimately, I've realized how it's had negative effects on me. I've learned that it doesn't give me a place to heal. It, I can never get to the root of the problem. It makes me have a guard up. It makes me pass up opportunities. It makes me repeat the same pattern of problems that I have. It makes me just like put up blinders to what is actually wrong and what's going inside of me. And those negative effects become habitual. Um, you know, I, for a quick example, I, um, I, my whole life, I just think I'm good. Like, I have a great family, a good job, I'm loved. I, you know, have a roof over my head. I'm doing good for myself. I'm doing good. So because of that, I invalidate any sense of problems that come into my heart. And I have problems. We're all humans. We all have problems. But I won't let myself feel negative emotions because I'm like, you're good. What You cannot, you have nothing to complain about. So don't complain, you know, like other people have way worse things going on. How can you complain? But by invalidating that, I'm just, I've just been sitting here acting like it's okay. I've just been sitting here like, put on the happy face, be good. And you know what that's done? It's put me in this mindset and routine of like, okay, do the task, do what is asked of you, you know, like. Be nice, be kind, be loving, be the best version of yourself. But technically, I'm not the best version of myself because I know I am so hurt for some reason, but I'm not allowing myself to heal through it. I'm not allowing myself to excavate and dig through the problems and get to the root issue of why do I feel these negative emotions? And if I'm not going to allow myself to heal, then I'm going to, as I said earlier, I'm going to put my guard up. I'm going to pass up opportunities that come away. I'm going to repeat the same problem that keeps coming at me. And um, 
ultimately like these blinders I put up just become like comfort almost in a way. Like it becomes comfort to tell myself like, oh, it's okay. Um, you know, just go through your day, relax. You did enough. In, in, I mean, I'll just be open about it. Like my problem is that if I really wanted it, I would go for it. And I have a lot of aspirations. I have a lot of desires, but I am not putting the actual force to go through it. And it comes back to, okay, if I want all these things, why am I not acting on it? Well, I'm not acting on it because I don't feel as though I'm capable. I don't feel like I'm the right reason. And I don't feel like I have this feel. I don't, I don't feel like I can be a voice to anybody because like, who am I a voice for? I had a good life. I did what I needed to do. I have a, again, good job, good family, good life that's going on. So it's like, why does anything about what goes in my head truly matter to anybody, you know? But that's like so silly. Like even just saying that out loud, I feel like my whole last three and a half minutes do not make any sense <laughs> whatsoever. But we continue to invalidate our feelings and that negative effects hold us back from so much, from so much. And like just some examples of what, you know, something you want to talk about, but you're not talking about it could be like insecurities about your body. I know as women, like we just have, and I'm sure men too, but we just have so many insecurities about our body or, you know, the way that our body looks, the way that our, you know, like even just like women have different vaginas. Our vaginas all look differently. And I know like women can have insecurities about something around the circumstances of that, but we have no idea how normal it is. So we don't talk about it and we feel insecure. And then we get online and online is just like so discrepant about like all these problems we could have. But, you know, like it is normal to have a vagina that might look different. It is normal to have different things going on with our body. It's normal to have boobs that are different size, like different sizes. And it's normal that I know for me personally, like my example is that I've always been so insecure about my skin. I've had eczema my whole entire life. And I remember so far back as a kid, I would not wear shorts because I had such bad, just like skin rashes all over my legs and all over my arms. But like to wear shorts was a crime to me. And it makes me so sad how sad I was as a kid because it's just like, dude, there's nothing I could do about it. It's it's a skin condition. I was born with it. I have it still to this day. I'm having a whole entire flare up on my face, but I was so scared to allow anybody to see my eczema. But at the same time, I wouldn't tell anybody about it. I wouldn't say like, okay, like, yeah, I was born with this skin condition and that's why this is reacting. It's like, so what, Um, That's beautiful. Or, you know, even more basic, like, <laughs> I have freckles everywhere. I have freckles all over my lip and all over my lips. And I used to be as so insecure as a kid because I had freckles on my lips and I would look at every other person I've ever met in my entire life and nobody has freckles on their lips. So I used to think there was something wrong with me. But then I grew up and I was like, I love my freckles on my lips because they are unique and they are beautiful. But I never talked to anybody about that. And 
talking to people about that as I grew up was just like, I think that's so cool. Like you have freckles on your lip, you know? And like we tend to just sit there and we want sameness because sameness makes us feel validated. Sameness is what we look for for friendships. And I think that's why as young girls, you tend to gossip because if you're gossip and you're you have the last laugh and you have the biggest reaction, like that sameness of that reaction makes you feel good and it makes you feel like, you know, something. But I I, I just it it's different when it becomes body problems because we get too scared to relate to somebody. But my freckles on my lips could have been somebody else's freckles on their butt, you know, <laughs> like and this is such a young problem that I had as a kid, but we just do. We tend to just find little things about ourselves and little insecurities and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you just had acne so bad as a kid and you just try to hide it and it's just like, you know how many people deal with acne? Like I'm literally dealing with acne at 25, never had acne in my whole life. And now my face is just blown up with acne right now. And it's driving me crazy. And I go to the doctor. But at this point in my life, I've learned to just be like, you know what? My body is telling me something. I'm going to talk to somebody, but my talking to somebody was a doctor, you know, and let me get this straight, like talking to somebody does not have to be a friend or, you know, a significant other. It could be a support group. The The help that you're talking through could be a doctor. It could just be to anybody, but we need to voice what is going on in our, ha- our head in order to heal. We do. Okay, so the second example of what we don't talk about Our dreams, our passions, our inspirations, so on and so forth. Um, I think this is crucial to who we are as people to know and to voice what we want and what we're chasing after. But we feel so foreign to the idea. We have imposter syndrome. We... I'd love to talk. I want to do a whole episode on imposter syndrome, but we invalidate our dreams and our passions because we don't think we could ever live up to them because we are just little us. Like, I'm just little me from little Braceville, Ohio, and, you know, why could I ever be of importance? Why could I ever you know, change and impact anything or anyone in any kind of way. And we tend to suppress our dreams and we tend to live on that autopilot mode where we just accept and we just do for others and we work for others and, you know, we do anything to feel like we are on the right path. And that's the crazy thing to me is that we just, find so much validation like okay well I went to college and I got a job and I did this so I'm good but it's like sometimes I gotta check in with myself well especially all the time when you check in myself like girl what are you doing what are you doing just like is this what makes you happy is this what you want your life memento to be is this you know if I look back in 10 years, well, I feel like, okay, yeah, you progress. Like, yes, I feel confidence and I feel gratitude and I feel accomplishments in the things that I do. 
But that doesn't mean I have to stick to them. It means like we should often, I'm saying like quarterly, yearly, daily, I don't know, check in with yourself. What do you want to do? What do you want to be giving back? Are you happy with what you're doing? Does it excite you? I get back to the beginning of this episode. Are you happy? Are you just happy genuinely doing what you want to do? Because if you're not, that's okay. Like, that's totally okay. A lot of us aren't. We're young. We're just trying to figure it out. We're trying to get our foot in the door. Like, obviously, we're just doing the next step. But are you talking about your passions? Are you talking about your dreams in the meantime? Because I know for me, just growing up, it was like, okay, I go to school, I go to college, like I ended up just graduating with a marketing career and then met the right people and got in this job and that's a path I lived, right? But I, in college, I went from speech pathology, biology, journalism, excuse me, journalism, communications. And I went to the communications because I just wanted to graduate in four years, but that basically meant I have no idea what I want to do. So let me get a degree and let me graduate and then figure it out. And I, I don't think I figured it out. Like I really don't think that I figured it out and I'm on my way to, but we have to be conscious about that, right? We have to be conscious about, am I just living the routine Or am I actually speaking out my desires? And for me, it's like I'm not being adamant about speaking my desires. I'm not being adamant about living them out. I'm just letting them live as an idea in my head. And if I'm I'm doing that, it's like what purpose does that do for me, for anybody? (laughs) No, like I'm not helping myself. I'm not helping the world out because I truly think that we are all here to co-create something and some idea and in some kind of way and for me it's it's not working from somebody else it's it's working out of my true wisdom of what I'm giving of my own experiences and my own relations and you know I don't know what I have to give but apparently it just talks on a podcast right now but for me that's okay because that's my journey to figuring it out Okay, next, examples of what we don't talk about are our opinions. And what I wrote down in my notebook is just a standard quote we all know, like, stand for nothing or fall for everything. I know I used to live in this personality sense of, you know, just go with the flow, like, life is life. And I was so young, like, of course, we all just go like that. But, you know, I've truly learned that I need to have my own opinion for everything. Like I need to know when I want to speak up for something, when I need to speak up for myself, when I have an alternate opinion than somebody else has, it deserves to be shared. And why? Well, the why is because it needs to be heard. If that is your innate feeling in in um just uh what am I looking for? Uh, I don't know the word, but if that is just your innate feeling, then go with it. And sp- I almost thought of the word. Ammunition? Yes, that was the word. If you have your own ammunition for something and then you sit there and hold it back, which I have a thousand times, it's like, what are we doing? That's not making any change in the world. And at the same time, I think we learn so much about ourselves when we stand up for something we believe in. Because 
we do get retracted. We do have somebody speaking back against us, but it helps us validate the reasons that why we believe in something. And we so often just, well, I'm not going to say that. I'm sorry I say that so often, but I so often just hold myself back. I like peace. I like quiet. I just like, I don't want to disturb anything, but I need to have more opinions. I need to be stronger about the way I feel about things. And we need to be stronger about the way we feel in relationships and friendships and, you know, with our coworkers, we need to stand up for what we believe in. If you, if you believe that like, hey, we're doing this all wrong, but I understand I'm just like, you know, uh, part of the administrative support team. So I shouldn't really have this. It's like voice your opinion because you have no idea where that's going to take you. You have no idea how that, if you speak up where that conversation is going to lead you. And where that conversation leads, the whole contradictory of a, you know, a whole operation for a company. Like we just don't know. And our opinions are so powerful and we do not believe in them enough. And if we would speak up and if we would talk up for ourselves, I think we would just see, I know we would see just the path line of like, it's like you plant a seed here, I plant a seed here, plant a seed here, and just let it just grow. And if we continue to plant our seeds of what we believe in and believe in our opinions, it starts to carve out the path of less resistance for ourselves, with carves a path of just happiness for ourselves. And when I told you, when we're happy, we're doing good and we're on the right path. And we need to speak up for what we believe in because that's also setting boundaries. That's respecting yourself right right so lastly our feelings um and I guess I just touched on that a little bit about just you know when we don't speak up for our feelings we're disrespecting ourselves and we're also just getting stuck in relationships and we're getting stuck in obligations and we're getting stuck in jobs and we're getting stuck in things that we just are not like this isn't me like uh, it's just like, uh, I don't feel that way. I don't feel happy doing this. I don't feel confident doing that. And if you don't, then don't. Like, it's so difficult for us to say no. It's so difficult for us to hurt feelings. And I know I'm on a broken record here, but we have to just stop having this limiting belief that if we make a decision for ourselves, it's this ultimate just hell. It's like if we make decisions for ourselves, we start to carve the right path to where we need to go. Right? Right. Okay. So my advice to you guys tonight is to one, start. Actually, this is my only advice. I want you to write down things that you don't talk about when it comes to your relationship, when it comes to work, when it comes to self-habit, and when it comes to other people's feelings. Okay, so write about it. You know, write a list, make a bullet point list. I don't care, but what are the things that you're not talking about? What are things that hurt you deep down? What are things that you want to change? What are things that you wish were happening? What are things that you wish you could change in your life? Just write it down a list and it could take you, you know, five seconds or it could take you, who knows, like I feel like I'd have a list of 25 things, like it could take you a couple minutes, but just grab a drink, 
grab water. I don't care. Just like relax and sit in it. Like what are things that I'm not talking about? And the next step is to, you know, what are those paths that you have to take to start talking about it? Who do you talk to about it with? Do you talk to about it with a friend? Do you talk to a coworker? Do you get on online communities to talk about it? Do you research about it more? But the bottom line of this exercise is to just talk about the things that you don't talk about, but really to just identify those things. Like identify what you are not talking about and what is just boiling on your surface. What would make you feel more you? What would make you feel more aligned? What would make you just feel abundant? And what would just make you have fun? So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being here. As always, we'll connect so soon. I love you guys. Um, Till next time, Godspeed.